I'm Anna, a young university student. And I'm Marissa, a middle-aged palliative care doctor. And it might seem like we don't have that much in common. But we're both really passionate about climate change. And we're mother and daughter. So welcome to Green Girl Talk. So in our feature segment today, we're going to talk about uh, zero waste. Um, and zero waste has become quite a movement, um, but I thought it'd be good to start with the definition of zero waste. So this is the uh, definition from the International Zero Waste Alliance, and their definition is that zero waste is the conservation of all resources by means of responsible production, consumption, reuse, and recovery of products packaging and material without burning and with no discharges to land, water, or air that threaten the environment or human health. So that's a very formal definition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when I think about the zero waste movement, I tend to think about, like, I guess what you see a lot on um, Instagram and Facebook and whatever, which is just like people who are like, oh, all my waste for a year fit into a backpack or into a jar. Um And so I kind of wanted to delve more into that because my interpretation of zero waste is just uh, as relates to making less trash. Um, Yeah. That's what I thought too. I I actually hadn't heard of zero waste before, I don't think, until, well, we'll get into how I found out later. Okay. Um, But yeah, I I think I had the same website as you, the Zero Waste International Alliance. Yeah. Yeah. and I was interested to find that it's not just about keeping the waste out of the landfills. It's about redesigning the entire cycle mm. so that all points were improving. Okay. Um, I thought that was interesting. I didn't realize because I thought it was more just about, like, the consumers right. not buying as much and then doing a better job recycling and composting. Yeah. But there's things you could do at every level, which is not what I thought. <laughs> right. No, me too. I mm-hmm. thought it was just about that. And product. Yeah, about that jar. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I also, I think you found some stuff on this. Yeah. I thought, like, stuff you would compost, stuff you would recycle would count as waste as well, but that's not included. I I agree. That's not my understanding. Although, you know, again, when you start to go more broad, the the production of those things... Mm -hmm also contributes right and so it's like this this sort of fine line between zero waste and just you know being a good environmental steward um so from what i found it this idea of zero waste it's been around since the early 2000s -hmm. it seems like it sounds right um but then it really became a bigger movement with someone named b johnson okay Um, So in 2008, she started trying to do this zero waste thing, but it was with her husband and her four kids. No, Mm -hmm. sorry, not four kids, just two kids, her two sons, but they were like young kids. And between all four of them, they now only produce one quart of garbage in a whole year. Wow. I I tried to convert it to pounds, but then I realized that's volume and weight, so that's Mm -hmm. not (laughs) the same. Right. like a quart, one quart. Yeah. That's like what you buy strawberries in. No, it's not. No. But, but it's like a, a bag of milk. Yeah, and that's very small. Right. Like, I probably, I feel like I produce that much 
in like a month, just me. I, I don't think so. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, what I found out was that in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, there's 4.4 pounds, so we're back to weight, of mm-hmm. trash per person per day. Yeah, that's kind of what I found. Yeah, which seems like a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know, you know, we put out our garbage once mm-hmm. a week, and you can have a whole garbage can full, but we typically have a garbage bag, and we might have a garbage bag every week, but sometimes it's every two weeks. So we're four people, basically, and we do like a, a bag of garbage every week and a half. Um, and I do think part of that is because we're lucky to live in a place that has like a good recycling program mm-hmm. and a good city composting program. So that helps us a lot. Mm-hmm. So that same woman yeah. who was doing that with her sons, um, she's kind of known for initiating the movement of waste-free living in the 21st century. And she has a book called Zero Waste Home. Okay. Um, and they had a like a free preview kind of of it, and it did look very useful if you were trying to f- go fully zero waste. Uh huh. Um, it definitely had a lot of, it had a lot of links to other resources, which I thought was good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and she kind of broke it down into categories and mm. how you can change each room. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, and then I was thinking like, why? Is this important? Right. something that we should probably talk about. Uh, so I watched a 20-minute video called The Story of Stuff. I don't, had you ever seen that before? I don't know. I felt like maybe I had. It did seem kind of yeah. familiar. Like I'd watched it in school or something, but I'm not sure. Yeah. I think it, I saw it when Noah was, saw it in grade 9. It was very easy to understand, and mm-hmm. I think it was... It, Gave a lot of information. Yeah, it's a really good video. Um, so one we could put a link up. Too. Yeah, we can put a link for sure. So one of the things I really liked that they said in the video, they said um, basically that we have a linear system mm-hmm. of creating things. Right. Um, but we're on a finite planet, so eventually right. it's not going to work anymore. Right. Um, so for people who don't know, yeah, we have extraction, which is like getting the materials from nature right and then we have production which is obviously making the products and then there's distribution and then consumption and disposal and one of the most interesting facts they had in the video that was also really like sad i guess in north america 99 percent of stuff we run through that system is trashed within six months wow which seems really crazy that seems really crazy yeah huh yeah. So basically we're keeping 1% of this stuff and that just seems right. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think when I think about zero waste, um, I tend to think a lot about uh, packaging. Mm. But I mean, there's also like huge in terms of zero waste uh, is, is reuse. Mm-hmm. And um, I listened to a really interesting podcast about what happens to, like, stuff when we donate it. Because mm-hmm. when you think about reuse, like, you could reuse it or you could donate it or sell it or whatever. Um, and it is really interesting to find out what happens to all the stuff that we donate. So that's reuse, um, which is another part of ze- being zero waste. Like, if you throw mm-hmm. stuff out, like, I did throw out a towel today because it had huge stains that wouldn't come <sighs> out. Um, but I try not to throw out mm-hmm. stuff. So then another thing that uh, kept coming up when I was researching zero waste was the five R's. So there's obviously 
reduce, reuse, recycle, and then which I think are self right. explanatory. We all know, we all know those ones. Yeah, and then the other ones are refuse and rot. So the refuse one is about not buying the stuff, uh-huh. I would assume. I would think so. Um, and then the rot one I feel like isn't as obvious, but the mm. rot one is about composting, okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So basically, if you... So I think, obviously, first step, refuse. Right. And then, if you can't refuse, at least try to reduce the mm-hmm. amount of stuff you're buying, the amount of plastic you're using. Um, and then you would try to recycle it. Yeah. Um, if something can't be recycled, maybe it's compostable. Yeah. I think a lot of stuff is compostable that we don't realize. Like, mm. paper... Some paper is compostable. Right. Yeah. It's complicated. It's, it's it all is. very complicated. Yeah. I think we could do a whole show on recycling paper. Yeah. But I'm so confused. It's very confusing. It, to be honest. Um, and then, oh, so that's, that's the five. Yeah. And then if you can't do any of that, then you can, it's got to go in the garbage. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there are a lot of very good resources saying, like, what kind of stuff you can recycle and compost. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of specific ones for whatever area you're in yeah because every area has different right kind of yeah it depends rules. on your facilities mm-hmm. that are nearby yeah so look look up your nearby facilities if you have any and see what you can uh compost or you know what you can reuse recycle <laughs> um just one last thing yeah i feel like sometimes people think oh like this is a banana peel if i throw it in the garbage it's fine because it will just compost, compost right. but trash facilities aren't meant to compost they won't get enough air right because like what are most trash things they just like dig a hole and bury yeah. the trash yeah. so like, like they aren't getting any so. air so it really can't compost right no i mean um, it'll stay in that plastic garbage yeah. bag forever and then even if the garbage bag gets broken down it's not the right uh balance to compost it so it could actually end up making more methane mm-hmm. and, and bad gases for the tips, we're going to try to talk about some of the easy things that we do yeah. to try to get towards zero waste. So I was thinking we could break it down by, like, room of okay. the house. Okay. Um, so I think kitchen is a pretty easy one to start in. Yeah. So, like, buying food, but also what we do in our kitchen. Right. Um, yeah. So, so guess- well, mm-hmm. buying food, you know, buying food with less packaging, so buying food in bulk, Um, and then having your own containers. And some of the stores where you can buy food in bulk will let you bring your own containers as well, so you're not putting it into a plastic bag there, just like bring in your own container. Um, And when I go grocery shopping, even a regular store, I don't put my produce in a plastic bag because there's really no need to do that. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. And you can just... There are reusable bags. Yeah, that if you that want you can buy, to, you if that's can do something that, you want. Right. And I stopped using paper towels, I don't know how long ago, mm-hmm. quite a while. And I just have a lot of hand towels and napkins and throw those in the laundry, and that works mm-hmm. fine. Uh, I think, uh, oh, yeah. reusable water bottle is right. obviously a huge one. That doesn't even seem like, I feel like everyone has reusable water bottles now. I hope. Maybe it's not, maybe it's just like everyone I know has one. Yeah. Um, uh, reusable straws. Yeah. I actually don't understand why you would need a straw for most things. I Either agree. way, I think smoothies makes like a little sense. Right, it's hard. But even if I go to the movie theater now, I don't. I just don't get a lid or a straw. Right, you can just drink. Like it I'll right just out be careful. Like, like, you would at home. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't really need a straw. Um, right. Some people have like the reusable cutlery 
to me, sorry, so straws are like gendered bathrooms. It's like, why? At home, you don't do that. <laughs> so why do you do it in public? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, other kitchen stuff? I don't, I don't know. I mean, people talk about, you know, like taking um, a set of cutlery with you if you're going mm-hmm. out somewhere so that you don't get like the plastic cutlery or whatever. Or if you go out to eat, uh, which you might not do because of COVID, but mm-hmm. eventually... Um, to take like a container with you to put if you have any leftovers that you're going to take home yeah your own container I always that. see that one and I feel like I don't it does seem weird like a weird thing to do yeah like I feel like I would get teased by my friends if I did that but it's not that weird it seems like something we should try to bring into our yeah. culture more I think so like some like just taking the food home used to be weird right that's right and now it's not I, yeah I don't think it'd be mm-hmm. weird at all uh, so then I guess next we could do bathroom. Okay. I feel like we do a lot in yeah. terms of bathroom stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, we're lucky to have a store near us that has um, sort of refillable bathroom products. So you yeah. just bring the bottle in and they fill it from their big thing. Um, and so that's good for like shampoo, conditioner, body wash, uh, for hand soap, for uh, dish, cleaning, dish soap, dish soap for cl- laundry detergent, mm-hmm. for household cleaning stuff. Mm-hmm. They have all of those sort of in big vats, and you just bring in your stuff, and they refill mm-hmm. it for you. We also use bar soap more. Right. Um, which I, I used to hate, but yeah. I, I don't mind it now. I don't know. Yeah. It's not that bad. No, I don't mind it mm-hmm. either, right? So if you don't... It looks nicer. I feel like it looks nicer right. sometimes yeah. than having a body wash. I don't know. Yeah, so if, if you don't have a place where you can get your body wash refilled, you don't want a new bottle for each time, you should consider bar soap, and bar soap sometimes can come with very minimal packaging. Sometimes mm-hmm. it has a lot of packaging. And then the other thing for bathroom, I'd say, is yeah. the bamboo toothbrush. Oh, yeah. Because you are supposed to replace your toothbrush every, like every three, three months. months, which I don't know anyone who does that. That's right. so much work. Yeah. But I've been trying to use the bamboo ones, and right. I kind of like them better. From a sustainable Yeah, source. and I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, other rooms, I guess, like, bedroom. Right. That makes me think clothes. Yeah. Obviously, just thrift. Right. Which we've talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what other... Yeah. I mean, I think that's... Those are a lot of tips. That's a lot of tips. I think, you know, to me, a really big thing, um, when we think about tips is, I do think that to have a zero-waste, uh, kind of lifestyle implies some degree of privilege. Um, mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who don't have the resources or the ability to go zero waste because they don't have the privilege. Um, and it's something that we should not take for granted. So for today, uh, arts and literature review, uh, I am reviewing a Netflix show called The Politician. Um, it's now in its second season, and it stars Ben Platt and Gwyneth Paltrow. Jessica Lange was in the first season, and Bette Midler is in the second season. And how do you say her name? Zo- Zoe Dutch. Dutch, I yeah. Think. Yeah, Zoe Dutch. Um, and, yeah, so uh, I was watching it, and Anna, you happened into the room <laughs> right at the uh, moment, I guess, where Zoe Dutch, who character's name is infinity is talking about how she's gone zero waste um and that made you think about it and i mean you know honestly like it's not a very big part of the show but they did show it a little bit and 
I was sort of inspired by the aesthetic of it as yeah. well. Like, it does look nice. So it was just kind of a reminder about something, the zero waste that I knew about but hadn't thought about in a while. Um, but in terms of the, the review for the show The Politician, I guess uh, I've seen sort of mixed reviews online. Um, but I enjoy it. I think it's um, quite over the top in its irony. Um, and humor, and uh, as long as you like some over-the-top irony, mm-hmm. I'd say it's good. Um, the first season, uh, really the only environmental thing that they touched on uh, was plastic straws, mm-hmm. um, and it was really a pretty small part of it, but I thought they did a good job in terms of what they talked about, which was at his school he was trying to get them to get rid of plastic straws, And then in the end, they're like, no, we have this contract already negotiated and you don't understand it's Mm -hmm. big business and whatever. And it's like, um, you know, we think that things are simple, um, but sometimes they're a bit more complicated under the surface. But the whole second season that we've almost finished watching, there's a lot of environmental stuff. Um, So there's the zero waste stuff, but he talks a lot about climate change. He's sort of, that's his platform. He's a -hmm. a politician and his platform is about climate change. Um, And uh, so there's a lot of good other tips in there about climate change. Um, And uh, I guess the, the part about the zero waste that I wanted to focus in on on the politician is, I think, an important part, an important lesson, which is, so, Infinity, the character, is basically threatening um, Ben Platt that she's going to pull all his environmental supporters if he doesn't sort of walk the walk, like he's Mm. talking the talk. But And so she gives him a list of 15 things to do, which are not technically all zero waste. I mean, a lot of them are sustainable kind of things, but they're not zero waste. But, like, taking a cold shower isn't a zero-waste thing. The fact that they recycle the gray water of the shower, that would be a zero-waste thing. But anyways, I think, to me, a really important thing is she is... um, Her character is really angry and uh, vehement about her environmentalism. And I think that a lot of people can be that way, and it really can turn people off. And so, to me, the big thing with the zero-waste was, like, it's not about achieving a backpack full of garbage in a year or a jar full of garbage in a year. It's definitely not an all-or-nothing proposition. Um, when you think about it that way, it does just become comical, really, to, to think about it that way, that every step you can make towards having less waste is a good step, and it doesn't have to be perfect. For the first piece of good news today, um, it's about Toronto, because that's obviously close to us. Yeah. And if there wasn't the whole COVID thing, I would be living in Toronto <laughs> in the fall. Um, so the news I saw is that they're going to build some townhouses in Toronto in Regent Park area that will be fossil fuel free. Wow. Um, which I thought was very impressive. And so the features they have, they have solar panels. They have electric car chargers oh, in the nice. basement. Yeah. Or like the garage. The garage. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really cool. Um, and so the company that's building these townhouses also builds traditional townhouses okay. that are not fossil. Green. They're right. not green. Um, so compared to those ones, these ones are going to have 89% 
fewer greenhouse gas emissions, mm. which I thought was very impressive. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of greenhouse gases from buildings. Like, mm. you don't think about it because it's not a car with an engine and things coming out, yeah. but there are. Um, the only thing, I guess, like, the bad thing about the townhouses mm. is obviously in the location that they're in. Yeah. Very expensive. Mm. Um, I think it said on the website that your electricity cost would be higher then because you're using right. a lot more electricity than, like, gas. Sure. Um, so, obviously, you need a lot of money to live in these townhouses. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's still good. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then I also saw in this area of Regent Park, they have, like, a community garden. Mm. They have a lot of outdoor space, which I nice. I didn't realize. So, that's my first piece of good news. Okay. And then my next ones are a little weird. Yeah. Because they are, they're both about alcohol. Okay. Um, I don't even know how I found these. <laughs> they're kind of weird. So, the brand Johnny Walker, which is whiskey yeah um they're going to trial a paper whiskey bottle in spring 2021 wow which i thought was really cool yeah um and i've seen it and i think it looks cool yeah i feel like that would appeal to a younger right generation like the paper and it looks it looks more modern i guess because the glass bottle i feel like it looks a little more old-fashioned um so i thought that was really great Mm -hmm. and i think it's good that they're finding a way to have the paper that's recyclable. Yeah. Um, and it can hold liquid. Yeah. Like with the plastic, with the paper straw thing. Right. You really can't use it for that long. No, it disintegrates, soggy. right. But then you also don't, like a lot of juices come in the carton. But yeah. there's a plastic coated on them. So right. then it's really defeating the purpose. Agreed. Um, so these ones are going to be made from a wood pulp and they're fully recyclable. Mm-hmm. And they said the whole point is that you can just like throw it mm-hmm. in the garbage after. In the, in the recycle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but I also don't know who would drink a whole thing, like a big thing of whiskey, right. and then throw it out in one go. True. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is about Carlsberg. Yeah. Which is beer. beer. I I hadn't heard of this beer yeah. brand before. Oh, yeah. And they are working on the first paper beer bottle. Wow. Which is also cool. fully recyclable, I think. Nice. Um, and that... That all it doesn't look as cool. Okay. Um, but I mean that's great. <laughs> yeah. No. Definitely. And I think. Um. Well, I think glass is recyclable too. Yeah, glass is good. Right. I think the bad thing about glass is how they make it. Uh huh. I think just the production costs of glass. Okay. I mean. Envi- the, the environmental, environmental costs yeah. of producing glass versus I producing. I think you need a lot of heat to make glass. True. You know, so maybe that's a lot of. True. Pollutants in the air or something? Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. On the other hand, to make paper, you use trees. I don't know about that. And I just <laughs> feel like you're right. Like, it must be better, but I'm not sure why. All right. Well, I have one other tiny little okay. piece of good news. Um, just I just happened upon this um, because we don't actually live in Toronto. We live near Toronto. And in our city, there was an article about a parking lot that got turned into a park recently. Oh, wow. And it just made me think of that Joni Mitchell song, right? Pave Paradise put up a parking lot, and it was like the opposite. They took a paved <laughs> parking lot and they put up a park. Now I want to say something else, but now Go we're, like, it. going off on it's random okay. things. Well, just speaking of that song, yeah. that makes me think of my brother, yeah. Noah. And then when you're talking about the politician and the whole plastic straw thing that yeah. he's trying to get rid of at the school, I just want to say, when Noah was in, in high school, I thought I was in middle oh, school, well, anyway, when he was in middle school at the school we went to for our whole lives, yeah. kind of, 
he went to the principal or whatever and he said there's no recycling bins around campus and now there's recycling bins all over campus. <laughs> Yay, no. So that's like, <laughs> right? it's like 10 years old, good news. But right. yeah. <laughs> even, even middle schoolers can make a difference. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening. We hope that you enjoyed it. And stay tuned for more. Mm-hmm.